This is Dr. Impostor. This is Professor Feather. This is the Midnight Gutfly. And Dr. Head. Blue fast? And you are listening to Eat some beans. Oh, you know, we're, we're, we're not talking about the 1990s. <laughs> <laughs> we are talking about the 1990s. We are talking about the 1990s. We are. What the heck? The history of horror in the 1990s. Session two. 1992. Was a lot of, yeah, a lot has happened since last week. Yes. This is right. <laughs> Time slip to a whole new year. Oh yeah, I mean th- yeah, this year is full of uh, uh, some some pretty good, actually some pretty decent movies. Um, Are there? Everybody got a, a suggestion? <laughs> <laughs> well, let, Army okay, of Darkness. Where do you want to go with? Where How about Army start? of Darkness? I heard that was in Army? the nineties. Army of Darkness. Yes, yes. <laughs> I heard about that before. Some hack on the last podcast. <laughs> we were hacked. We was hacked. I'd be hacking and coughing. It was a fez hack. Hacking and coughing. <laughs> that's, that's right. Army of Darkness, the third Evil Dead movie. It's got everything: sword, sorcery, Bruce Campbell. An old, a pimped out Oldsmobile that made up with a, a death machine. I, I, how can you go wrong? Okay. Skeletons, Danny Elfman. I have a question, Fez. At what was the year that we worked together at uh, the advertising agency? Okay. So it has to be somewhere between 92 and 94, I'm thinking. So because... 90, I think 93 was when I actually was there. Right. Yeah. I think that was my first year because I did we not all go see Army of Darkness together or not? Am I mistaken? OK, so Army of Darkness was at the showcase, the new showcase that was built over on Airport Highway. If if I remember correctly, you might you remember that. Yep. yep. Yeah. And that that's where I saw it. I I remember going to see it with a I thought a large group of people. Yes. I know I know my friend Chris was there um, and I think another friend, Jamie. Um, but then, I, but I remember other people being there. So yeah, I think it's possible we all went together to see it. Well, I know we all went to see Ed Wood together, right? <laughs> right. <laughs> yes, I, I, I remember that one. Yeah. But I also remember going to see uh, Army of Darkness with a, a big group of people who were big fans of uh, um, Ted Raimi and had seen the other. I had never seen either one of the Evil Dead movies prior to this, and so when I watched this. I'm like, oh, this is so cool, you know. And then I went back and watched Evil Dead One, and I'm like, wait, what? You know. <laughs> yeah. and, and then I went to Evil Dead Two, and I went, oh, okay, I see where it's yeah. going. I see how, yeah, I see how I got yes. there. <laughs> but uh, Sam Raimi, yeah, Sam Raimi, it, well, and it was uh, it was just one of those ridiculous uh, movies yeah. that you're you're going, okay, it's a horror movie. Wait, no, it's not a horror. This is comedy. No, this is it's not even like I don't know. It's absurd. Just it's just a fucking crazy movie, um, and then how many versions of this movie are there? 
there yeah there's there's at least like i think two or three and in when you find out that there's there's different versions especially the different ending then you're like oh damn it the fourth movie could have been like mad max meets (laughs) dead and you're like no (laughs) well i bought i remember uh my son was pretty young at the time and just loved these movies and so anytime there was a new version would come out we get it and so one of them (laughs) was the brown bag dvd (laughs) version do you remember that like it was literally a dvd thing that came in a brown bag and it had printing on it and stuff like that and i wish i still had that um but it was bay entertainment (laughs) yeah it was the one that restored uh, the hole in the the uh whatever the windmill inside the windmill Mm -hmm. yeah all of the stunts and all of the the small people versions of him you know doing all kinds of stuff going up his nose and the oatmeal and all that kind of stuff um and I thought that was just great. And I'm like, why did they cut this shit out? You know, I mean, it's, I don't know. Um, but yeah, I, I think uh, that was so good because the practical effects were not trying to be, uh, I don't know, they were they were totally B-movie, right? They were totally just yeah. this kind of like, this is what we got. Like, it looks pretty cool. It's pretty funny. You know, Eyeball on um, the shoulder. <laughs> yeah, eyeball on the shoulder. And then letting uh, Bruce Campbell play multiple parts and then letting his uh, female counterpart, what was her name? Uh, oh, shit. Uh, M. Beth or whatever. Yeah, M. Beth. Yeah. David. Yeah, yeah. yeah. David's. Yeah. David? She, yeah. She, uh, she was great, too. You know, playing the evil version and uh, the good version. I don't know. It's just... You know. The uh, the whole beginning scene, uh, the machismo and the, the, you know, where the people are rivals. Now they're friends, you know. You want to kiss me? Now you want to kill me or, <laughs> or something like that. You want to kill me? Now you want to kiss me. Blow. Yeah, yeah, blow. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Great From movie. That movie. Mm-hmm. Definitely my favorite of that year. Hands down. Twin Peaks, Thunder Walk with me. What did you think of that? Yeah, I was not. I was not down with it. Anybody else? <laughs> you seen, I've never seen Twin Peaks. Um, you know, what? Came on a, what I, None it, of them. It came on a night when uh, when I was in grad school. It came on and I had evening classes, and it was on. I never got to see it, but it's on my list. Um, I hear it starts off really well, and then turns into a mess. You're talking but, about the um, movie, right? No, no, like or, the series. You're talking about the series. Yeah, okay. and I never watched. Fire any Walk of the, with the Me is the movie. Yeah, I yeah, never, I never watched it, any of the movies it, yeah. either. So it happened later. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. It wasn't wasn't one of my favorite, and I'm a big David Lynch fan, but I didn't really. I, I found it relatively boring. Love Twin Peaks um, though. I, the series, I really liked the series because it was different, and I think the. The the movie didn't just didn't have the same quality for some reason. Scanners three, hey, <laughs> we're on a roll. Uh, yeah, Doctor Giggles. That's the takeaway. Yes! Doctor Giggles is Doctor Giggles. I know. Right? Oh, you really? Oh man, Larry Drake. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yes. Uh, I mean, he's great in the role. I mean, yeah. it's that comedy horror. <laughs> it's yeah. an awful movie. Oh, it is. Yes, it I is. mean, it, it is. is. No, yeah. but, but yeah. But the, but the comedy is what redeems it to it enough <laughs> yes. to where like you can watch this. Yeah, it's watchable because of the comedy. Yeah, yeah. But otherwise, it's a it's a, an atrocious. When especially uh, we just got the remake of Candyman 
so the original Candyman was this year. Right. With, uh, Virginia yeah. Madsen, Tony, Tony Todd. Tony Todd. Yeah. I like Candyman. I, I, uh, it's a creepy movie. It's in yeah. the theater. That's good. Yeah. It's, it's a really, it's, it's got its own momentum. It's slow paced, like a deliberately paced movie. It, it, it reveals itself. And, uh, no, I, I like it. I think it's one of my, it's one of those movies that gets kind of caught. It's, it's not a, glamorized uh horror film you don't really see it in, in anyone's top like five list but it's a it's a really good even the even the the sequels were, were lesser so but the first one definitely has still an impact good clive stuff. barker inspired well yeah. and, it, and it's funny because uh, was it uh, tony todd uh was at one of the conventions we were at early on in cinema wasteland and uh I had a conversation with him not having any clue who he was you know what i mean i thought he was just another convention goer um, and it was, uh, I was, I'm trying to think what it was about. It was something really, it was like some stupid TV show, uh, that we were both watching. I, it was like Ally McBeal or something like that, you know? <laughs> and then he's like going, he goes, yeah, you know, when I was on, when I was in Candyman and I'm like going, oh yeah. And I didn't even know what Candyman was. Cause I was going to these horror movie conventions with you guys, you know, with Tar and Feather. I didn't give a sh- I didn't watch any of that. You were an stuff. imposter. I was. I was totally was an imposter. An imposter. I totally was. was. <laughs> I'm just like you guys are really cool people. I'll hang out here. What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> who wants to get high? Yeah, who wants to get high? Yeah. <laughs> yes. Let's yes. go out to the veranda and smoke some cigarettes. <laughs> uh, what else do we have from that one? Uh, I, I oh, go ahead, Fess. Uh, I was gonna say I want to bring up Alien Three, the movie that really what? just genuinely pissed me off, like no other movie has in in a very long time. And I, I'll always remember this because my friend won tickets to see it at Showcase in Toledo, and it was it was a radio thing or something like that. We get there, we got these prize packages, and okay, you know, first one we all love the first one. It's it's just a great haunted house monster movie in space. Aliens is good. It's a different animal, but I, I still enjoy um, Aliens. And then we get this movie. And, you know, uh, it, it it's like, well, we're going to take everything that you liked about maybe the, like the second movie and we're going to kill it in the first five to ten minutes of the movie and then drop you into this. And I, I was just like, ah, oh, I, I, I just... I remember my friend liking it a lot more than I did. I was so angry when I walked out of there because it was like, uh, you know, Lance, was it Lance Hendricks' character, you know, Bishop and all of that. Yes. They they just wiped all of those characters out. And I'm like, this, no, this is just, this is, this is dumb. This is, I thought it was a lazy way to just go, oh, well, we're going to do our own movie. So let's kill all the characters that survived the second movie in the first 10 minutes of the first film and drop her into this, this prison planet which i'm like ah oh. I, I know there are people that like it but man i was so mad when i walked out of that movie i just there, it just, yeah. it just it just rubbed me the wrong way yeah me too i i agree and uh but there were to me the problem was there were parts of it that were really good there were some there, really okay, great were... great scenes in it um between uh sigourney weaver and uh what's the the lannister dude <laughs> you know from right. game of thrones uh can't remember his name but they're just really wonderful scenes um and then the way they handle the creature is really cool too in the fact that it changes based on what it comes out of right you know it's yes. going to be it's going to be different um and there were some other good things and i understand you know having to get rid of the little girl 
you know, because you can't have some little girl on a prison planet where there's all guys because it's just going to go wrong. You know, I mean, it's just not going to look good. Now, the, the whole problem, if you watch the, the documentary about the making of that movie, is that um, the studio involvement uh, was phenomenal. Yeah. They fucked. There we go. Yeah, they fucked. What's his face over big time. And it was so bad that uh, Sigourney Weaver had to stand up for Fincher. And she was saying, she goes, this is a guy that is going to direct some great fucking movies. So here's where the line is drawn. Like she literally was going to quit if they didn't let him at least do the things that he got away with. And that's pretty much all the good parts. Um, So that's, I think, a very interesting part of the, the whole creative process. And how cool Sigourney Weaver is, right? Oh, well, yeah, well, and, yeah. and she was correct. She was, she was absolutely right. Now, yeah. we also, this leads up to the fourth one, which is one of my favorite alien movies. <laughs> not a popular opinion, but I like it. <laughs> can't talk about it yet. No, I can't. Yeah. I can't talk about it. Yet. We're not there yet, but yeah. This is not a fair moment. <laughs> it's no children of the corn too. <laughs> oh, yikes. The final oh, sacrifice. Yes. Oh, I thought it was shucked would have been a better. <laughs> I was trying to think of something and you boy, you win. Head for the win. Would, would that I make it win. the shuckening? The shuckening. <laughs> shuck you. Shuck you, shuck me. Shuck That's off. Right. Uh, we all shuck together. That's, right. That's why we're in the used rubber room. Oh, oh, no, that, I, I, that's where Tar is. Yeah, <laughs> that's um, my pick. First pick of this wonderful year is Brain Dead, aka Dead mm. Alive, Peter yes. Jackson. Yeah, the uh, I, I will say the follow up movie to his brilliant um, Bad Taste, <laughs> which um, is just one of the most absurd <laughs> comedy horror movies ever to be made. This one pushes the gore factor to the extreme where I think it yes, was it does. I think it was considered like the goriest movie of all time. I mean, it is just absolutely drenched in blood and it's got some of the greatest like one-line jokes. My favorite being the priest after he starts beating all these zombies up and he makes his pose, "I kick ass for the Lord." I'm like, oh, I love that. That's yes. one of my favorite movie sayings. Yeah. Yes, it, it is deliriously, wonderfully over the top. It takes a bit to get there. You got you to gotta build that story. But there are these great, gross moments before that story when Lionel's mother is like falling apart and the ear drops into the, the pudding and the guy like scoops up this pudding and takes it. You know, you see the blood squirting and the pus, you know, yeah. <laughs> In the in the pudding and just you know gobbling it down, I mean it it, it causes definitely some some heaving. But yeah, it's a brilliant, just a brilliant comedy. It is, yeah. Uh, we also get this year uh, Buffy the Vampire Slayer, which I did not like the movie other than Pee Wee Herman. Uh, uh, Paul Rubens, <laughs> yeah. Paul Rubens' part is hilarious, <laughs> and his death. Uh, 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 what? Uh. <laughs> that was great. Not quite dead. Yeah, the. Uh, now, the TV series, you know, you can say what you will about it, but I, I enjoyed it, um, and mostly because uh, I spent a lot of time watching it with my my son while he was growing up. He loved it, and so we would just binge watch these um, things. And they're they're really clever and, you know, glib, and and, uh, and then they've got the soap opera going on that uh, kids love. I don't what think a- I ever saw a Buffy the Vampire Slayer movie. 
You're not missing anything. You, well, I remember seeing yeah. some of the TV show, but I don't remember the movie. Yeah, the movie I, I wasn't crazy about. But I, the series yeah. was kind of fun. Yes. I didn't wasn't a big fan of it, but I mm. I like that they were trying to straddle that horror and comedy, and they were doing that, you know. But um, yeah, I mean the series lasted for years, you know, and yeah. so then spawned off sequels, if I or other yes. spinoffs. Too. Oh yeah, yeah. David, yeah. David so Boreanaz, uh, you know, it was a true mm-hmm. franchise. It really was. Uh, a movie I'm glad that did not become a franchise is The Burning Moon, um, which is a German horror film. I know that one. That uh, oh, it's it's disgusting. Um, but, you know, it's a. I, I, I love foreign horror films. I love to see the cultural identity. What's going on? Man, there is something, something fucked up about these German horror films. <laughs> I mean, like Dertotus King and Necromantic and this fucking shit. Um, yeah, there's. I don't remember much other than the, there's a, this kind of grand finale of the people in, in hell, and the the exquisite torture that they are going under, and and there's a scene where this person's like being basically this being spread apart on this table, and as the legs get just spread apart further and farther, the you know this it opens up and everything just bursts out. You know, like you're ripping <laughs> open a turkey. All here comes everything. Um, yeah, it, it is just horrifying. Um, yeah, Burning Moon. My God, you want to wash your eyes out with bleach? Yeah, that's one. I haven't seen that one. I haven't hmm. seen that. One. Yeah, yeah, there's there's not a lot in this uh, 1983 well, well, that I've you know seen. Yeah, of note though, and and very much of interest, I think, is uh, Coppola's Dracula. Oh um, yeah, came out, that was 93. That, I mean, that was yeah, 92 or 92. Yeah, Bram Stoker's yeah. Dracula. Yeah, yeah. Um, which is very, very oh, interesting. We're in '92. Uh, my first, my my first um, impressions saw, of it. I didn't like it. I didn't like it very well. Yeah, we saw it at um, the theater. Um, yes, we did. At, I just at didn't, Southwick. I just wasn't yes, wasn't taken. I just wasn't taken with it as much as I, I had hoped to be. But then in future, you know, or in uh, other uh, times that I would watch it, you know, I, I revised my opinion and, and I've found that i actually like it and like what he was doing um and i like all the people in it uh, even except well no i don't like keanu reeves in it at all mm. um, it's it, yes he's like a sore thumb you yes, know his, with his yes, bad yes. A, it's a bad accent just does not yeah it's, it's it, just not yeah. his. it doesn't his it, it shouldn't be him in that role i like keanu yeah, reeves exactly. i like him in all yeah, too. agreed yeah um yeah mexico yeah. Inviting him, it to just be on wasn't. The show. It just wasn't. He was miscast. The risk very, very, very yes. much. Yeah, he was the odd man out in that because I, I, everyone else, I love in that movie. Just everything works. I mean, uh, you know, Carrie Ellis um, and uh, guy that played the Rocketeer um, as the cowboy. I can't think of his mm-hmm. name. I, he's great. Everyone, it's just yeah, man. And I don't Tom Waits. <laughs> yeah, that, you know, Timothy Dalton. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Yeah, and Anthony Hop- Anthony Hopkins. Oh yeah, uh, Anthony uh, Hopkins. I'm, I'm, he, I'm like, I have to watch it with subtitles. I don't know what the fuck he's saying. You know? <laughs> well, yeah. well, he takes he takes that big bloody bite of the steak, and then he goes, "Yeah, Dracul." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, but some of the special effects are really cool in that movie. Um, the the whole intro, you know, with, uh, with the shadows, is just brilliant. Yes. Well, and I shadow play, right? Well, I think it was one of those movies where you watch it and you're like, what the fuck? You know, and you're kind of irritated by it. But then afterwards, like, I think you and I were, you know, we went, you and I went to see it at the Southwick and we were talking about it. 
and it came up with the fact that it was literally he, him trying to make an old studio movie. Yes. You know? Yes. So that all yeah. all of the everything and that literally everything fell into place. Like as soon as you said this is what he was trying to do, you go, "Oh, brilliant! This is brilliant!" Like especially with the train going across, yes. and you're like, "What Which the is fuck?" Obviously, a train on a set. Yes. Yeah. Right. But if that were a black and white film, yeah. in the old studio, it would probably have been much more forgiving. Well, Feather's big problem was the 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 sunglasses that they were wearing. <laughs> he said, "There's no such thing as sunglasses back then." And, and there were, and they, yeah, and then we found out there were. So there, Feather. Yeah. I, I instantly changed my opinion. They're called t shades. I just thought he looked too. I thought he looked too modern. You know the the way that Gary Oldman looked. I just I didn't think he looked the the time. I guess. Yeah, but that's not how we say it. We say Gary fucking Oldman. Gary fucking Oldman. <laughs> I yes, one of my all time. Show favorite actor oh he's brilliant my god when have you seen him not do anything that's yeah. just brilliant one of the truest yes. uh, one of the truest actors have you ever seen the movie where he plays a dwarf uh with matthew mcconaughey no oh, i gotta look up oh. what that i don't remember what the name yeah, of this is what, yeah, yeah. I like that. That my perfect. friend my friend who you would never think would suggest this movie said you got to come over and see this movie uh it's jim my friend jim who's a, he's a landscaper um, literally looked like he was on the the cover of a J Crew, uh, you know, thing, and he literally made me sit down and watch this movie. I'm like, why does that guy seem familiar? And he goes, wait for it, <laughs> you know. And there's a point where you go, oh my god, that's Gary Oldman as a dwarf, <laughs> you know. Uh, so I don't. They did all four perspectives, so there was like no digital or any of that kind of stuff. And they're they're uh, bikers, so it's him and McConaughey and I don't know. Wow. All right. All right. All right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, tiptoes. Tiptoes, yes. It's actually really good. It's a really good movie. It is Matthew McConaughey, right? No? Yes. Okay, yep. yeah. I was going to say, I just wanted to make sure I wasn't... Mm. I have a tendency to remember incorrectly. Well, too, I wish I could forget. Um, demonic Toys. No, it's not that <laughs> bad. I mean, it's another full moon. You know what you're getting into. It's, it's silly entertainment. It's schlock. You know, uh, it, it's a late night viewing. Yeah. It's it's kind of kooky. The same thing with Evil Tunes, Fred Olin Ray. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, and yeah. it's just one of those like titillating movies. You got a bunch mm -hmm. of girls who eventually get naked, um, and it, it follows head on on the uh, the live action and animation that you know Roger Rabbit kind of ushered in. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I remember one of the roommates I was living with uh, bought that movie because uh, you know he. He wanted to spend some quality alone time with it. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, we he liked David Carradine. <laughs> yes. Right. He had pictures of him all over his floor. <laughs> right, right next to the box of Kleenexes. Um, In a closet oh, with Carradine. a belt. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, Evil Tunes. It's kind of, it's just schlocky. Again, silly uh, horror movie with boobs. So, well, there you go. And then you have things like Amityville 1992. It's about time. <laughs> I mean, seriously, what the fuck is that kind of? Uh, I've never seen it. I I've like the either. first one. I've never seen any of the other ones. Yeah. Um, but I, I don't know if you any of you have used any of you saw the TNT uh, version of Frankenstein. No, I never did see it with uh, Randy Quaid as the monster. Yeah, no, I think I've seen like. <laughs> flips of it. Sorry. I know what I'm you're sorry. thinking. I know what you're I'm thinking, Gadfly. <laughs> I know, but it's actually really good. Yeah. Um, it came no, out I've at the only, same I've only time as the uh, one that came out with Sting or the Mary Shelley's. 
one with Robert De Niro. Uh, yeah, yeah. Or whatever that one was. So that one got all the attention. So Ted Turner was actually making this to be released in the big screen. But then because that movie came out, he's like, well, fuck, I can't do that. So he puts it on TV. Um, I thought it was really, really good. I remember Randy Quaid being a very sympathetic monster. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I've only seen it the one time 30 years ago, but I wouldn't mind seeing that again. 30 years ago? How the fuck old are you? I know. <laughs> fuck, I know. I know, right? Yeah, 30 years ago, I was 24 years old. <laughs> mm-hmm. Aren't we all? <laughs> well, uh, yeah. Suo 2 Body Hammer came out this year. Yeah. Was that any good? The sequel which was a sequel to Body Hammer, only it wasn't like a continuation of the story, kind of a different story. And it was also shot in color. Um, mm-hmm. I, I liked it. I didn't think it was quite as good as the, the original. Mm-hmm. Um, the original had just some kind of a frenetic quality to it that that I think was just, I don't know. It didn't seem to translate into this film quite as much. Maybe maybe it was there and I was, you know, it was just not a... a a style that it was already there you know what i mean it didn't hit me the same as it it did in the first one put it that way Uh, but it's still a pretty good movie and worth a watch anything that uh sukamoto does is good yeah i remember liking body hammer um and and it was i think because it was the bigger budget it was a color it certainly had a different look yeah it does that same style that that uh punk that splatter punk kind of, you know, yeah. it was, it was um, cyberpunk, yeah, cyberpunk with with yeah. a crazy body splatter. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's still worth watching for sure. Yeah. Scanners uh, three, okay. Scanners three. Yeah. Well, I'll see innocent. <laughs> Moving on. <clears throat> Have Moving anyone on. seen Innocent Blood? John Landis, who also did a Werewolf, American Werewolf in London. Yeah. Yeah. And Twilight Zone. Whoa. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Yeah, I remember seeing that a lot. I remember seeing Innocent Blood, um, Mm -hmm. but yeah, I don't remember. I mean, it's been a while since I've seen it. Mm -hmm. Trading Places? Didn't he do Trading Places as well? No. Uh, Maybe. (laughs) I think the best casting was Jamie Lee Curtis in that movie. Trading Places? Yes. No, the best casting was uh, what she brought to the set. Well, that's that's the casting. Um, another awful Stephen King movie came out this year. Sleepwalkers. Yeah. Oh, um, another Mick Garris extravaganza. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, this was awful. I mean, yes. vamp- vampire cats. You know, um, yeah. just just really, really regrettable. <laughs> you know, and there have been other Stephen King movies. Like I don't know what year it came out. We'll we'll get to it eventually. There was another one. The Night Flyer, which I thought was actually oh, really yeah. good. Yeah. You know, a little like, better, little better than average. For the, yeah. I was, I was surprised because I, I did, yeah. again, after yeah. seeing so many of these big budget, this was another short story adaptation. Like, eh, I'm like, oh, okay. Uh, this works. is actually pretty good. Yeah. It worked. It worked. Yeah. yeah. Um, not a whole lot left that I've seen in 92 here. I didn't see any of the stepfather franchise or uh spell casters i didn't oh. see anything like that or witchcraft um, oh yeah the witchcraft what is it witchcraft four for the virgin know, heart i think we i think we've just never mentioned it before yeah <laughs> i think i did mention them maybe on two or something like that but uh mm-hmm. just as as part of that whole franchise thing that 
that took over the 90s, you mm -hmm. know, where it became yeah. big. Yeah. Well, there's another sequel, The Unnameable. Yes. You know, the, yes. the loosely oh, yeah. adapted Lovecraft. Yep, yep, you know? yep. Yeah, The Unnameable wasn't good. I didn't see part two, so I don't know. I know. Yeah, <laughs> I never saw part two. Uh, Are you going to catch um, any grief for not mentioning any of the Hellraiser movies? Well, no, you know, <laughs> by this one, I was bored with them. Yeah, so. well, yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> but it, yeah, you're right. Hell, what was it? Hellraiser 3 for this year. Yeah. What, yeah. Hellraiser 3. Hell on Earth. What's your favorite yeah. Hellraiser movie? M one is my favorite. Two. <sighs> Two is my favorite, definitely. Really? There was... Yeah. I, one was okay. Again, Clive Barker doesn't translate always really well into screen. I mean, no, I like his short stories better than his long fiction. His, his novels are just uh, terrible. Good. Yeah, they're terrible. Yeah, but um, there was and, the and only I only selected things in, in on his short yeah. fiction. I'm sorry. There, <laughs> I'm not sure which one it was, but there was when it was before Pinhead became hell. You know, Pinhead. Yeah. It was showing him in like World War One. Was that Bloodlines? Was this Bloodlines? No, no. I think so. Or something. Yeah, I thought that, you know, I, I, I saw that one. I'm like, oh, okay, that's that's actually pretty good. But I but I don't think I even saw after the first one. I'm like, eh, I like the Cenobites. I like the idea of them. But um, I, I think it's a more successful franchise. I would rather watch um, Event Horizon, mm. you know, because it's the same. It's like Clive Barker in space. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty much. yeah you know? no, I don't like Event Horizon that much. Um, I, I think we should go back and watch Hellraiser 2. Uh, because I think there's a lot of really cool stuff in that movie. Um, I think that is like, to me, of all of the like, they literally like went up to two and then you know, nosedive. But the the stuff in there, the you know, the gore and stuff is almost a little bit more purposeful, and the, it's weird. It's like really weird, um, which I really yes, like. Yes, it is. Yeah, and, and some really good actors and stuff. So the first one is good. I, I enjoy the first one as well. Uh, but I think that second one really kind of hits its stride. So is that 1991 or two still? 1992. Yeah, there's, there's not much. Yeah, I think I'm. Um, Another great uh... <laughs> prom night four. Hey, yeah, oh, Pet Cemetery <laughs> too. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> regrettable. Yeah, very regrettable. But hey, you know that whole concept's regrettable. Um, yeah. I like Pet Cemetery. I like the story. Uh, I was like actually know. the last novel of Kings I read, and uh, I, I like the story. I think it's pretty fun. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah. But I'm not. I like the not mist. my cup of tea. Yeah, I get it. I get it. Yeah. I'm not a rabid fan. Um, I think he's he's got good chops and he's got really great discipline, and uh, I admire his output. But not a, not a huge fan. His short so stories. I, I love his short stories. I think what, Night Shift. I think mm -hmm. I, I love that book. I think they're all better. Of they're yeah. better than yeah. than most of his. Yeah, his Night Shift is I great. Yeah. Uh, and then the other thing, when you know we were talking about King, I was thinking um, I really like uh, um, what's the vampire movie that was on in the seventies? The um, Salem's Lot. Salem's yeah, Salem's Lot. Lot. There's something I know it's not a great movie, but I, I something about it I liked. But then they remade it in the two thousands with. Uh, um, Rob, Rob Lowe. Lowe, yeah, and I thought that was really good too. And it was like two or three parts, you know. Uh, so it was yeah. like they they had enough time to tell the whole story. Cool. So are we moving to nineteen ninety three? Kind of looks to. that way. All That's right, nineteen ninety three. Oh, there's some good stuff in ninety three, man. 
it's not on this list, but there was some good stuff though. Nineteen ninety three. Cannibal the musical. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, Trey Parker. Yeah. You know? Um, yeah, Matt Stone. You know, yeah. The genius is behind uh South Park. Um I, but my first choice for nineteen ninety three, Carnosaur. <laughs> <laughs> um I have seen all the Carnosaur movies. Of course you have. I, I, yes. One of my all-time favorite movies, Carnosaur. Oh, man. Yeah. Love I have, that movie. Yeah. I um, <laughs> I think I was working at a video store, and they had them all. I'm like, oh, fuck. I got to get these. I got to watch. I mean, come on. How It's it's refusing a, such a generous offer like that. I'd be insulting the store. Uh, what I liked so much about Carnosaur is that I forget the, 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 leads, the lead guy um, who, I don't know what his, what his name is. Or maybe it was Carnosaur too, but he plays the military guy, and like he changes his outfit like four times in the movie, and it's like a matching shirt and a color beret, and I thought, what is this like a fucking share concert? You know why? Why are you doing a matching shirt and beret? Like what the hell? Um, there was no context for it. It's just like, hey, today I'm wearing a blue hat and beret. And tomorrow right. I'm wearing a green one. Um, yeah, Carnosaur, the worst kind of. Uh, Mutant dinosaur movies with laughable effects, puppets. Mm. Um, yeah, it is awful. Exactly, exactly. Fez has it down. Yes, it's awful. It's sock a sock puppet would have been more convincing at times. Oh, we're getting into dangerous territory there. Keep away from sock puppets. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. All right. Let's see. I think we're going to do a, an uh, an entire episode on video as sock puppets. So. <laughs> Doc, that was a Dr. Tire uh, idea from the rubber room. So, yeah, one of the movies here is uh, Kronos that we've done an episode about. So if you want to yeah. hear about that, it's go nice. check that out. Mm-hmm. Uh, which was uh, really, that's a good movie. It's a really good movie. Terrific movie. It was really good. Um, uh, the Dark Half also came out this year, which I think is a, a fairly decent um, mm-hmm. adaptation. You know, King? You know, Jordan Merrill. Yes, Timothy I Hutton. have to agree. I think Timothy Hutton pulls it off. And, and yeah. it's got Michael Rooker. Hey. <laughs> yeah. There you go. Mm-hmm. Right. And again, yeah, here's here's King crap. venturing in the new territory talking about writers and there's been their problems. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's funny. You said dark half. I thought you were talking about the dark backwards. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute. That's not even listed here. <laughs> it, that's it's, horror. It's not 1993, is it? No. But we do have Dollman versus Demonic Toys. We do, yes. Which I've seen. Yes, I think I saw yeah, it too. Yeah, all those full moon movies. Yeah, yeah we're the bringing. Full, yeah, the they Charles, were creating like a, before the yeah. Marvel Cinematic Universe. There was the full moon Cinematic Universe. Oh yeah. And they brought in all of their, you know, their their properties together, and I mean, again, it's it's schlocky entertainment. There's, I mean, yeah. hey, it's, it's entertainment, not good. It's Tim Thomerson too. Who's yeah. yeah? Tim Thomerson, yes. I like him. Yeah, Trancers? Like was it Trancers? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Right. Yeah. I think there was a Trancers crossover, too, with another franchise. Yeah. Could be wrong, but I think there was. We also have the movie California uh, by Dominic Senna, which has uh, Brad Pitt um, and David Duchovny, Juliette Lewis, uh, and uh, Michelle Forbes. And if you don't know who Michelle Forbes is, think of Seinfeld and The Big Salad. She was the girl who claimed the big salad yes. in the Seinfeld series. So, uh, she's been around a lot. She was in uh, the specials. Uh, 
which if you haven't seen the specials, uh, superhero uh, mm-hmm. movie with uh, also has uh, uh, what's his what's his name uh, Slob the Knob Rob. I'm sorry, Rob Lowe. <laughs> <laughs> Also in uh, Star Trek: The Next Generation too. Ensign yeah, Lord, yeah, you're Lord. yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah, she's good. Um, I think California California is a really good movie. I think it's uh, a lot of a movie that a lot of people haven't seen. Have you guys seen California? I haven't seen it. Oh, you no. have you have to see it. It's it is the performances by everybody are phenomenal. I, I think just great. Yeah, and Brad Pitt in particular, and Juliette Lewis. Um, and this is back when they were still like a couple. They were dating and stuff. Um, but he uh, plays a serial killer, and he's traveling with uh, uh, David Duchovny, who's going across the United States and stopping it and writing a book about serial killers. <laughs> so he's literally traveling with a, a serial killer. Um, that sounds it, fun. It oh, is. It, it, oh, it's like really it. good. And the, 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 the writing is top-notch, you know. Uh, and it's Dominic Senna, so it's great, you know, great editing. You know, it's very... Uh, very lush visually and stuff, but uh, Brad Pitt, it's uh, it's uh, almost the same as uh, what did he do with? Uh, uh, I need to have a shite. <laughs> uh, it's it's that level of uh, acting. So yeah, it's good stuff. We should do that an episode on California. Leprechaun. <laughs> That's my favorite Jennifer Aniston movie. Um. <laughs> If I ever did meet her, I would want to have a copy of that on hand so she could sign it. <laughs> you know? Yeah, Warwick Davis. I mean, come on. What's what's not to like about a, a movie about a warlock, uh, you know, or a leprechaun, you know? Um, and it's awful. And he wants his pot of gold. And, uh, oh, those kids are always after me, Lucky Charms. I mean, it all <laughs> comes together, <laughs> you know? Talk about a franchise. Woo-hoo. Yeah. Well, one of the very first uh, themed stink bowls that my friend and I did, uh, just to kind of catch everyone up, the stink bowl was an all-day horror movie extravaganza where we watched bad movies and and uh, ate the most obnoxiously gas-producing foods we could we could find. Um, we did uh, St. Splatrick's Day because it was on St. Patrick's Day, and we watched all the Leprechaun movies and uh, ate Lucky Charms and drank Guinness. So... That that was a good day. <laughs> I love it when any of these franchises go to space. I'm in. You know, mm-hmm. Jason, you know, Jason, Jason goes, goes to space, right? Leprechaun, and Leprechaun and, went to the hood too. Yes. Well, he went to the hood, but he also he went to yeah. space. So. He went to space, right? Leprechaun space. <laughs> it's fantastic. Hellraiser in space. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, it's all good, man. Yeah, I don't think 93 has a lot of good stuff. Nah, no, no. Your good great brought out Shram, yeah. which is, uh, um, you know, he's the guy that did Necromantic and Dirtotus King, Necromantic 2. And Shram is kind of about a serial killer called Lipstick Killer. Wait. Um, Jorg, Jorg and who? <laughs> Jorg. Jorg. Budgerit. Yeah, but you, don't you guys know a Jorg? Doesn't the Tarn Feather, like, hang out with some... No, that's a Jorg impersonator. Oh. He is impersonating your boot rate. Okay. Yeah, he's not. He's that's totally, totally, you know, under the under the wire. We've broadcast anyway. One of so those Shram original. is Shram is a, a suitably 
bloody movie, as all of uh, Boot Greed's movies are. Well, that's not true. Um, Der Todes King wasn't all that bloody. But it's, it's, it is what it is. I didn't like it real well. I thought it was kind of boring. Uh, by this time, he was not moving forward very well, for, in my estimation. Then we had the Tommyknockers. Wait a minute. What Another Stephen King. Jeez, I'm seeing a trend here in the 90s. Yeah. <laughs> Lots of yeah. Stephen King is just and being shit unindated movie, out there. Tommyknockers was it horrible. Is. Yes. is that the one with the Dreamcatcher, or is that one called Dreamcatcher? That's Dreamcatcher. Oh, is this the one with the aliens? I love yeah. Dreamcatcher. Don't, don't. I think this is the confused. one with the aliens, isn't yeah. it? Dream, okay. Dreamcatcher is uh, the slugs up the butt. Well, now I haven't seen it. Spoiler alert. <laughs> <laughs> now, give me a spoiler alert. I want to make sure I have something in my rectum when I watch it so I can like, have that sense of drama. Where's that pop can? <laughs> Get in there, pop can. <laughs> um, well, another trend that we continue seeing during the 90s, here's a, a Necronomicon, another mm -hmm. H.P. Lovecraft-ish Um you know, movie loosely based on uh, some of his ideas or stories. <laughs> yeah. But at the same year that Tommyknockers came out, we also have Needful Things, yeah. which I think is a superior story. Mm -hmm. um, I, I actually like the story. It reminds me of, of something that Ray Bradbury, like like something wicked this way comes. It has yeah, that yeah. kind of feel. And mm -hmm. Max von Sydow and Ed Harris. I mean, it's a really good cast. Yeah. Um, not a tremendously exciting movie to watch. But essentially, you know, Max von Sydow plays this the devil, you know, and like, what would you do for the thing that you want most? And I, I like that premise right. of it. I like the premise of it, you know. And the, there's a director's cut, which is a, a lot more successful than the, than the abbreviated theatrical cut. And so you actually take the time to develop the story. And uh, so, yeah, I like Needful Things. All right. Let's see what else is there. Not, not Night Robert Terrors. I've Toby never seen Hooper. that. Yeah, Robert Englund. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's, it's okay. It's not. It's he not. plays the Marquis de Sade. Nice. <laughs> yeah. 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 I think he I plays two this. roles or something like that. Yeah. yeah. yeah it's, Chevalier it's, it's, and Marquis de Sade. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's, it's actually a pretty good movie. Not not bad. I mean, it's not a great movie, but I think mm -hmm. it's pretty good. I, yeah, I like Toby Hooper and I like what he does. Uh, at least it, what he attempts if it doesn't always yeah. work. Have you seen Skeeter? It's one of two mosquito I've movies from the nineties. I've seen it. No, I've never. Oh seen no, it. three. There's Mansquito. <laughs> Mansquito. Mosquito and Skeeter. This film's really bugged me. I don't oh. want to know about Mosquito. <laughs> yeah. Follow up, Curly Skeeto. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> Not to mention ticks. ticks. Uh, yes, ticks is another insect movie. These are like revisits of the 1950s, you know, those big bug, yes, bug yeah, movies. Yeah, just yeah. not as fun to watch. They're just not as fun as those escapist 50s movies. I think they're just trying to be, the, the bugs are, you know, the stories are too convoluted. Um, you know, they, they focus on an agora effect, which is fine. But yeah, not not so great. And there's some of these like this one, like Tix was direct to video, as most of this stuff was, you know, so. Oh, yeah, we're really getting into a lot of the direct to video stuff. You know, as, mm -hmm. as, the time, as time goes on, it's, it's really starting to kind of flood the market. Yeah. And, because, and the, it, because it is a market, a new market, you know? Yeah. And it's cheap entertainment. And a lot of companies made a shit ton of money by flooding the market with these low-budget, 
horror movies and horror movies make a lot of money anyway they're they're a safe bet for any production company usually because pretty much they don't cost a lot of money to make and they usually make way way more than the, than the dollar spent they're usually very successful so it's a good genre bet for a studio right. is to make a cheap horror film they make a lot of money um and usually hiring actors um who you know like jennifer aniston was like that might have been one of her earlier roles mm -hmm. she wasn't making any kind of money in that movie yeah. you know oh yeah and that money that franchise Depp. is still going yeah. right yeah, Nightmare on Elm Street, right? Yeah, those those movies are still going. You know. Oh yeah, no, no, that's mm -hmm. absolutely true. And it it, yeah. it was just became a big market, and for mm -hmm. for you know, primarily for home use, you know, the video, the yeah. video players. Like a lot of those sequels, Warlock the Armageddon, you know, which oh. is not which is not. Oh, Fez, you want to want to chime in with that one? Uh, oh, you know, talk about a letdown. That I, I <laughs> love that first movie. Yes, Warlock is, and I remember. I don't think I saw that at the theater. I think my friend Chris saw it, and when it came to VHS, and he goes, "Oh my God, you got to watch this." And we, and we still occasionally, if it's like something to do with books or something, we'll we'll just throw out the line, "Take the pages if you're able." You know, just it'll come out of nowhere, and we'll. You know, we'll get a good cackle out of that. Um, but because we just loved that first one so much. It's such a kind of a quirky movie and well cast. And then this, Warlock the Armageddon. And I'm like, what? The? It's like, it's like they, they want to do this sequel. And they're like, let's do the complete opposite of the first movie. But let, let's take all the joy and just kind of the, the, the fun out of the first one and just do this pile of shit literally that and that's that's what we got i was so disappointed with this Ugh. and did they keep it going for a couple more after this wasn't there like a third i don't know there? i i stopped after armageddon um because I, I, I loved the first one as much no, as no. you did and uh you know it's like i wanted to do the same things like yeah this is a great uh, i'm gonna find a, a a baby and and eat him and so i can fly well that's yes that, you know that was <laughs> what a what a great thing to show in a movie and um you know that, it's like yeah, that, that was such a fun movie because it was so over the top yeah and julian sands just it just he just it chews up that scene you know it's like he exudes that cool warlock evil like and, yes and, 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 yes and, he does and richard yeah. e grant is great as the witch hunter you know and it's a guy you don't really think would work but he does he he plays this great kind of scraggly witch hunter guy that's trying to stop him and it it, it just works it works well mm -hmm. except for the arm again yeah but again another sequel to like you know or another of the franchise thing like witchboard 2 witchcraft yeah. 5 <laughs> i mean it was just like hey you know people it's so cheap to make a movie when we're not having yeah. to worry about putting it out on screens and having it supported in movie theaters we can just make copies on the mm -hmm. cheap People are going to rent them. Horror is going to rent. And see, the video stores have to buy those copies. That's the thing. That's where these movie companies were making their money. You know, they didn't give a shit about their rentals. That I think, like, you know, your movies, you know, we I worked in a video store and we were like paying like 80 bucks for a $10 movie. And that's where the money was going to the studio. And then hopefully over time, we would rent it and make that money back. But, you know, it was um, a very easy win for the for companies to make making schlock straight to video yeah. yeah okay that brings us to maniac cop three <laughs> yeah 
badge of silence. Speaking that speaking says it all right there. Speaking of schlock. Yeah, just a yeah, yeah, just a continuation. <laughs> yeah. uh, uh, there's a lot of that, a lot of that in in this year. I was over the Maniac Cop after Bruce Campbell died. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, well, we did. Did we mention we did mention Cannibal the Musical? Yes, we, we did. did briefly. Yes, yes. yes. briefly. Um, um, yeah, very. Uh, I really like that movie, but I'm a big, uh, you know, Trey Parker, Matt Stone. Oh fan. yeah, absolutely. And and I I loved the movie and the fact that I thought it was pretty cool because it came out of their uh, their uh, film school, you know, film class, film course. Uh, thesis and and they just then expanded on it you know and actually you know put it out that shows their they're just their their basic industry you know mm-hmm. their their drive and i and i mean it's flawed but um it's it's absolutely worth a watch if you're into if you're into uh parker and stone and it, it's it's also a little more it's it's tamer than most of their stuff but it's still it's pretty good it's pretty good and then what? What's the the big movie that uh, Trey Parker has on Broadway, or the big uh, not movie, but the big the, the big the, the Book of Mormon, Book of Mormon, yeah, yeah. Uh, so there you go. That's nineteen ninety three. We got one more, one what? more awful what? piece of celluloid. Hocus Pocus. Oh, I know. <laughs> <laughs> um. I was hoping to. I was hoping to, to get over that. It's horrible. It is so oh, annoying. It is. So but it's bad. written by your favorite Mick Garris. Um, <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> He's yeah, my favorite. It, it's awful. Uh, you know. Yes. Yeah. Just. 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 Sadly bad. Um, but. Uh, you know. But I. I really kind of. Um, like Sarah Jessica Parker's character she just plays this dumb blonde or white-haired witch who doesn't really have any clue about anything like okay that that looks great i think and she plays it well she plays it well i think they should have kept that look for her in sex in the city i would have watched it um (laughs) you know it was a great look for a witch i think she looks great yes but yeah her acting coach said just pretend you're talking to matthew broderick (laughs) <laughs> Youch. Youch. A, yeah i like matthew Modric, so. imagine a dean devlin godzilla movie <laughs> <laughs> that's how no, dumb it's no, gonna be no 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 i love that godzilla movie but i don't think it's a godzilla, oh, i don't think it's a godzilla no. movie it's not a godzilla we, movie to me we will yes we will discuss that in 1998 when we come to that <laughs> it is not a godzilla movie we're not any means. We're not there yet. No, I, w- I will say we're one year it, closer. When the movie came out, I'm, I'm going I'm to do a little, little preview of what that discussion is going to be like. I sent a nine-page hate mail letter to Sony Pictures and to Dean Devlin and Roland Emmerich, explaining how they fucked oh, wow. up the franchise and how everything that they did, why it was not Godzilla. <laughs> I shit you not. I sent it to them <laughs> like two days later. The Sony site went down from the barrage of hate mail they were getting from people like me. Like, you fuckers. 
you're taking our franchise and you think you can do this better, you cunts. Um, <laughs> and I thought, I helped shut down fucking Sony. Yeah, suck it. <laughs> suck it, Schumacher. Suck it, Devlin. God, I, uh, and it was funny because I walked out of that movie after watching it. I thought, oh, was, I like that movie. It was fun. I said, but it's not a Godzilla movie. <laughs> you know, I literally True. just was like, at the end, I'm like, going, yeah, there's, it's not Godzilla. It, it should have just been something else. It should have just. If they been, had called it something else, I wouldn't have hated yeah, it. Yeah, I 20, still wouldn't have not have liked it, but I wouldn't have hated it. Well, if they called it Twenty Thousand Leagues uh, Under the Sea, you know, I still would. Well, I still you're ripping off the, a much better source material. Called it like Iguanodon or something. Iguanodon. That'd have been fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That'd have been fine. You know, I mean, it's still ridiculous. Um, and and my, I made it. I made a my own cut of the movie. It ends at the submarines, like an hour, 40 minutes into it. Submarines <laughs> shoot torpedoes, dead. Boom, that's my end. Because then it turns into this little fucking Jurassic Park with little mini-me's running around like, Jesus <laughs> Christ, what the fuck? You think I'm like, what? what is wrong? You, you know, you're expecting the audience to think, I'm not, there are words I want to say. <laughs> <sighs> I'm not an imbecile. I... Male iguana is not going to give birth. Yeah. And you're not going to have an omnivore or, listen, herbivore who, who's suddenly going to become a, a, a carnivore. So, okay, I'm done. Yeah, I, uh, I, unfortunately, I had seen a bunch of the production designs and the drawings by the guy yeah. who designed it, and it was beautiful. Yeah. They're beautiful. I mean, they're just gorgeous. Um, and the fact that I didn't like, I, I don't know, jet shit about iguanas, so it didn't really matter to me. Um, mm-hmm. I was just looking at production design and, you know, uh, some special effects and stuff, which I thought were really pretty good. The, mm-hmm. uh, uh, and the, the stupidity of the movie really lended itself to the fact that, uh, these are B movies. They're just dumb, dumb as fuck movies, you know? Um, and I'm sorry, even when I watched the, the Godzilla movies, dumb as fuck movies to me, you know, but not the first one. Yeah. I, I, and I enjoy them. I'm not saying I don't love them and, yeah. you know, and appreciate them and all that kind of stuff, but I, I don't lend the credence to those movies that a lot of people do. I just don't, you know. Um, and so we're going to have a throwdown, aren't we? Uh, it's, uh, it's all good. Yeah. No, <laughs> it, 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 dude, it won't be the first and I'll probably lose again. No, it's okay. Yeah. It's cool, man. <laughs> That's good, yeah. man. But I, uh, um, and I, now, I love those movies. I love all the Godzilla movies. You know, mm-hmm. they're they're a part of my childhood. They're something I love. And then you know the all of the social awareness uh, that are, that are attached to those movies came much later in my life. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. So they don't ha- that doesn't have as much impact as you know my enjoyment of them as a child. So yeah. when when I watched that movie, I knew how dumb it was. You know, the Roland Emmerich one. Plus, it's Roland Emmerich. They're all going to be, uh, you know, yeah. halfway smart, halfway dumb as shit. Well, that's what I meant. Roll, Roland Emmerich, not Joel Schumacher. Right. Roland Emmerich. It might as well have been Joel Schumacher. <laughs> yeah, for, for ruining the Batman franchise. There you go. Fuck you. This is the um, this is the flat line of Godzilla movies. Flat line of <laughs> yeah, exactly. That, yes, that's it. Well, when they said we're going to do this franchise better than Toho did, that's when I'm like, oh, really? Okay. That that really that cunting arrogance that comes <laughs> Hollywood. No. you know i mean it's just so fucking arrogant yeah, but, and conceited like yeah. whoa just because well those silly men in their silly rubber suits um no yeah. but i agree with you gadfly some of those godzilla movies are crazy silly and i 
growing up as a kid, I loved them because of oh, that. I, I, I still I, love I, them. I, I still yeah, love them. Exactly. Yeah. I know yeah. they're silly. And that's that's part of what makes them fun. Yes. Is that silliness. And that's what I think is missing from the legendary. The, the silliness that factor is kind of is missing yeah. a little bit, you know. But that's a whole other discussion. It, what is, and it, I think that's what you're talking about, is there's no reverie. Like we had a, rever- there was some sort of reverence and a, a kind of reverie that we had for the, the those Godzilla movies back then. <laughs> Um, and it's hard to tear away from child childhood memories. Those are always going to make everything more beautiful and grandiose and perfect than than what you would see it now as an adult. And I would and watch I would watch them from a giant cardboard box that we had that I would draw spaceship uh, things on the side, you know, where I would push buttons while I'm watching the movie and going, oh, these guys with these really cool sunglasses that uh, have black, uh, you know, rubber suits that they're they're you know. Oh, yeah, the, the planet people, aliens from Planet X, the Ixians. Yeah, yeah. So I said, I mean, it became an entire event as a child, you know, yeah. to watch those movies. Yeah, they reminded me of Racer X. Racer X had those same kind of cool wraparound glasses from Speed Racer. They were X's. Yeah, I remember having, I remember having one a pair like that when I was a kid. It was pretty close. I'm like, yeah, I'm fucking Racer X. <laughs> you know, Racer X. It's his brother. We know it's his brother. What? Yeah, not that he spoils it in the series. Speed, I'm going to become a top secret agent. You know, like, what? Just Racer X, you can't tell us now that. All right. Racer. So I don't think we have time to go on to 1994. I think we've good. We've covered 2,000 movies already in the last two two hours, so. Yeah, we've done it. We've got it all, man. and, And we've been broadcasting for three and a half days already, so. Yeah, time to it give it up. Feel that way. Yeah. <laughs> I've got I've got swamp ass of a magnitude like you wouldn't know. <laughs> That's a he bad fucking name. Fucking am I? <laughs> swamp ass, swamp ass of a magnitude. That's awesome. That is fantastic. All right. Tune the in gaff, next time, buddy. That's all I got to say. The gaff. Explain that again. Don't give a fuck. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm a new acronym. Oh. Degaff, mate! Degaff, mate! <laughs> Say that. You see, none of us have bosses. So. Do you have a boss, John? <laughs> do I have a boss? I do. Yeah. Well, when he says something you don't agree with, just put your thumb and say, Degaff, buddy. Degaff! <laughs> Degaff, mate! Degaff, mate! <laughs> that's, that's fantastic. I say it to Betty all the time. She just looks at me and goes, ah. Yeah. She knows how to shut you down. Like, ah, yeah. come on, old man. Yeah. I've heard yeah. enough of your shit. You just fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> go, go, down, go back down in the basement. <laughs> yeah. Who Where you belong. The door unlocked? Who let you out? Get- That's right. <laughs> I'll you- throw you down a piece of bread. Just go. <laughs> Do as I command you. <laughs> uh, okie doke. <laughs> I got my bread for today. I'm good. Uh, all right. Is this the, the hell point? is this going? Is this the point where <laughs> I, I think we're trying to get out of here? Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I thought. <sighs> I'm waiting for my swamp ass yeah, to kick in. Yeah, you guys better watch me take a dump. You are listening to 
Want to comment on your swamp ass? DC can run a horror Unsane story. Radio at gmail.com. Swamp things coming. Falling through the cracks. Your swamp ass connection. That's right. I need my powder. Who's got my powder? <laughs> I, I need a hose to kind of irrigate it out first. I'm going to drain Unsane. the swamp. Drain Unsane. the swamp. <laughs> Pull the strings! Drain the swamp! <laughs> future ass events like this will happen to you in the future. Tar <laughs> uh, and Feather Psycho Cinema. Type all of that in when you're in Facebook and you might come to our Facebook page. Tarnfeather.com Vimeo slash Tar and Feather. That's F E T H E R. To see some movies. Heavy metal horror on Unsane Radio. That's heavy metal horror. <laughs> and, and heavy metal horror podcast. It is on a Facebook. good podcast on Facebook. It is a good podcast. And it's on YouTube. It's on YouTube. We like to interview rock stars. And they do a good job at interviewing rock stars. You do. Thank Heavy you. metal horror. Heavy metal horror. Heavy metal horror. And Mark Justice, comma writer. And Between the Lines podcast. Also on YouTube. It was like to say that all my Wee Freaks kids, I had to basically put hands over the ears. That was just a little provocative. <laughs> I, I feel I feel a little dirty after having to follow Happy up. Happy birthday, <laughs> heavy metal horror. <laughs> oh well, well. You're just lucky I didn't get a sock. I didn't take my socks off for this. There are children present. Good thing that's praying for them. All three socks. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh, well, now that that bus went off the road. Uh, we Freaks <laughs> on Facebook, W-E-E-F-R-E-K-Z, a weekly webcomic that'll tickle your funny bone. Check it out. I think that has to become the picture of this week's episode, though. <laughs> I'm just going to still shot it. I'm going to hold it right there. <laughs> The nipple from Swamp Ass. <laughs> Send it to me. <laughs> I'll use it. Okay. Tagline, pucker I'm in, up. I'm in I'm in charge of that there, there, baby. You got it. I'll send you a copy. I think that could be a mug. <laughs> we'll all do one. We'll all do a <laughs> Oh, can it be a color-changing mug so you can see this just kind of slowly? Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck was that cheese called that you had in the tube? And the at the top of it looked like a submarine. And you cheese whiz, cheese whiz, yeah. That was cheese whiz. whiz? I thought yeah, that came in a jar. Well, that no, was, yes. I just remember it had the little like the crimped ends with the metal. Yeah, yeah. And at the top, it had a sphincter, or a yeah. <laughs> mm -hmm. I think it was cheese whiz.
<laughs> Cheesy sphincter. <sighs> if that doesn't describe that's us, that's the name of my know. new band. <laughs> 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 Right here. Just put that right there. <laughs>